Good morning and God bless you today. This is Saturday morning, March 13th. And I'm glad all of you who are along with me today for our daily word and prayer. It's a wonderful journey. I thank you for being part of it with me as we're looking today, continuing to look at the things, the blessings that are ours as a result of faith in Christ. You might not have realized all that you received when you received Christ. I, uh, I surely didn't. I'm sure you didn't. So often decisions we make in life, I, I liken this with, to marriage. When I married my wife, I had no I, I knew I was getting some good, someone good. I had no idea all the good that I would receive as a result of marrying her. And likewise, when we come to Christ, we know we're getting someone good, something good. We know we're getting a blessing from God, grace and mercy. But most of us had no idea all that he had in store for us and all that he gave us, the riches and glory he gave us. I titled this morning's message, Peace with God Changes Everything. You know, most people don't have peace with God. I've sometimes, I think that much of the world's problems, maybe all of them, really get back to the fact that we don't have peace with God. Maybe all of our problems, all of people's problems, all of communities' problems, all of nations' problems get back to this. Of course, it all started back when in the Garden of Eden. When Adam sinned against God, he lost peace with God. He had had fellowship with God. And entering into this, what we call the rebellion, and when he entered the rebellion, something precious was broken. And as a result, he... He, he now no longer had, he had peace with God. He clothed himself with these fig leaves. He, he had to prove himself. He had conflict with Eve and started blaming, him for, blaming Eve for the problems he had created. On and on it went. <clears throat> in our world today, you know, people, the big question, why is there so much division in our world? Why is there so much polarization in our culture, in our society? I think one reason I've discovered is a lack of peace with God. I was uh, <clears throat> preaching the gospel at the University of Florida. Oh, this was back, I think it was the year was 2002 or three. I remember, the, I don't remember the year, but I remember the day because it was the day that the U.S. Uh, under Bush 43, D George W. Bush, when we began our war with Iraq in response to... Um, uh, you know, that the events of 9-11 that precipitated that second war uh, in, with Iraq. And I was out preaching, and it was about 2, 3 in the afternoon, and a fellow came by who'd, who'd heckled me before. He was a rebellious uh, Antifa-type person, and he came by, and he was just beside himself with anger, screaming, yelling, yelling at me, yelling at everybody, angry, 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 angry. And I, I, you know, what's, what's your problem today? And he said, we just started bombing Iraq, our, you know, and, and uh, why do we doing this? We're going to war. We're bombing Iraq. And as we talked, I thought of this fellow because he was so upset that our nations were going to war, that there was not peace amongst the nations, that George Bush and Saddam Hussein couldn't get along with one another. It was really bothering him. And he was really, he made it personal. Bush and Saddam can't get along with one another. And uh, it, it just began to strike me. And as the more we talked, I pointed out, you know, do, you're not getting along with me. 
he was so angry at me. He was so angry at everybody in the crowd. He was so angry at everybody on campus. And I thought, you know, here you want our world leaders to get along, and you can't get along with people right here face-to-face. And then it struck me that it's deeper than that with him. He doesn't have, not only didn't he not have peace with me and not have peace with anyone else, it seemed like, on campus that day, he didn't have peace within himself. He was an angry person, an explosive temper, just, just set on edge, ready to, the littlest thing, and he would go off. And I knew this from past experiences where he'd, you know, come by and have run-ins with me. And why is he like that? Well, because down deep he doesn't have peace with God. I'd like to suggest that when we have peace with God, we can have peace with who we are. And when we have peace with who we are, we can have peace with those around us, with other people. If we don't have peace with others around us, it might be because we don't have peace with who we are as a person. And if we don't have peace with who we are as a person, it might be because we don't have peace with God. When you encounter explosive people, when you encounter people who seem overly picky, overly angry, overly uh, condemning, easily set off, is it a problem they're having with you? It's more often than not, it's a problem they're having with themselves, their own lack of peace. It says in Isaiah 57 verses um, 20 and 21 that there is no peace for the wicked. It's like their their heart, their their soul is like a a, a raging storm. It's like the 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 sea that's raging. And and there are a lot of people like this. The Bible tells us, and you can know this about unbelievers, that that if if there's a wickedness in their life, they're not at peace. Inside, there's a raging storm. And sometimes it just takes something to set it off and outflows, out explodes that anger, that condemnation, that that, uh, outburst of anger of the flesh. What's the solution to that? Taking a deep breath, count to 10. Maybe take some drugs that would, you know, smoking a cigarette. What's the solution? The solution's peace with God. The solution is finding salvation. Romans 5 verse 1 says, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And when you have peace with God, you can have peace with who you are. Nothing to prove anymore. You don't have to prove yourself to God. You don't have to prove yourself to others. You're accepted by God. You have peace with God. If you have peace with God, you can have rest in your soul. And make no mistake, when you don't have peace with God, your soul can be like a raging storm. This can help us understand other people. This can help us understand people who get irritated with us or who seem to overreact to us or to you, to keep from getting you know, overly upset with them or taking it personally. Sometimes, you know, people ask me on campus all the time, how do you not get so angry at people? How do you not, you know, people, the way they mistreat you, how do you not get angry back at them? How do you keep your patience? Well, obviously it's the Holy Spirit's living in me, but I'm reminded by the Holy Spirit that so often people aren't really upset at me. It's just me preaching the gospel brings out their inner turmoil. It's not my, it's not me. It's just, 
uh, it, it's kind of like, a, you know, say if you bump someone carrying a cup of coffee, the, what's ever in the cup spills out. And sometimes when we're preaching the word or we're walking in the light or we are the light exposing the darkness, sometimes we bump people or people bump against us. And what's on the inside spills out. It's not our fault. What's and then the, the unrest, the lack of peace, it's not our fault. It's theirs. And so it, it, it's revealing what's within them. So what am I saying? This, could, this should give us patience with other people to understand and not take their, their insults personally, but rather to realize their need. They have a need. Their need is they don't have peace with God. Now, you and I do. And so we're not supposed to be reacting in the like manner. We're supposed to realize that God is in charge, that we have peace with God. We have nothing to prove. God has accepted us. God has accepted you. You don't have anything to prove to anybody. You don't have to have anything to prove to God. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to be good enough. You don't have to show that, that somehow you deserve blessing. No, no. You have received all of that as a gift of God through faith in Jesus Christ. Therefore, having been justified, remember, we saw the other day, Romans 5.1, we saw the other day, justified means God at the cross, Jesus took my sin, he gave me his righteousness. Therefore, having been made declared righteous, not just a clean slate, not just forgiven, but beyond that, having been declared righteous by God, we have peace with God now. You can have peace with God. The Bible uses the word reconciled. In, in Romans chapter 10, verse, or chapter 5 and verse 10, it says, therefore, we, we were once enemies of God. Let me read this, Romans 5 and verse 10. But while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son. Much more, having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. You were, no wonder people are so upset. They're enemies of God. They're at war with God, their creator. The deepest need human beings have is to be at peace with God, to be, to be accepted by God. So many people, whether they will admit it or not, whether they know it or not, many, many people might even be in denial that there is a God, but this constant lack of peace, this constant inner turmoil that they have, what's the problem? They're separated from God. We were like this. The Bible says we were enemies of God. And now through Jesus Christ, we've been reconciled to God. We've been justified and we have peace with God. There is no, you know, many people walk around wondering, is God angry at them? And the answer is, yes, he is. They're in rebellion against God. They, they're, they're at war with God. They're enemies of God. Is God angry? Of course he is. Does that mean he doesn't love them? No, he loves them as well. He wants to win them. He wants to reconcile them. He wants them to be saved. But is he angry at, at them and the way they're living? Of course he is. And they need to come to Jesus Christ. And when they do, and those of us who have, then that anger has been satisfied. The wrath of God has been fully satisfied on the cross of Christ. We've been justified, reconciled, peace with God. We don't need to walk around wondering if God's just waiting, that he's mad and he's just waiting for a reason to condemn me. No, no. You're forgiven, declared righteous, justified. We have peace with God. What a blessing. Enjoy it. Nothing to prove. You, you, you receive his love. Nothing to prove. 
nothing to prove. Serve him not out of a sense of you've got to earn something, but serve him out of the joy that you've been, re, you've been reconciled, justified, and you can have peace with God. You no longer need to be anxious. You no longer need to be driven by something to prove. You no longer need to be a ticking time bomb like a, uh, a raging storm within because you have peace with God. And you have peace with God. That's about everything. Now, the one last thing I want to add to this is we, we have not only been reconciled, but we have been given a ministry of reconciliation. What an awesome thing. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 18, 19, 20, it says that we are now ambassadors for Christ. And we've been given a ministry of reconciliation. We come offering peace. We come declaring that God, the sovereign God, whom, who is aware of people's rebellion and people's being enemies of God, that this sovereign God is offering terms of peace. He's offering salvation. He's offering reconciliation. People who, who, are, who think they can't happen, they're angry at God. No, God is a God of reconciliation. We've been given a ministry as ambassadors, a ministry to reconcile others. And what a, what a wonderful thing. The people out there that don't have this peace, and we do. And as I said a couple days ago, I've been a Christian now for 48 years. 48, almost 49 years. I almost forget what it was like to not have peace with God. I almost forget what it was like to walk around feeling I had to prove myself or I wasn't accepted or maybe God's angry at me. Uh, I almost forget what that was like, but it wasn't good. It wasn't comfortable. There was within me uh, this anger beneath the surface that, that, that would at times it would spill out towards other people. And when we come to Christ, he and we have peace with God, then, then that anger can be given over to God. We can sleep peacefully at night. We, our conscience can be cleared. We know that we are accepted by God, and we're free now to receive his love and free to love others and free to have this ministry of reconciliation. Today, you're an ambassador. You're an ambassador who's to bring this message of reconciliation. What a wonderful thing. What a wonderful privilege to be able to tell people how they can be reconciled to God and they can have peace with God. And if they've got it, that changes everything. That changes everything. These anger issues, the pride, the self-righteousness, the drivenness that's got to prove myself that runs all over other people, I can all, it changes everything because we can have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining me today. If you're new Make sure you subscribe and so on. But we're going to pray right now. I welcome you if you're new. This is an important message. I hope you'll pass it on to others because what we talk about today, this is a very important message. What an awesome thing to have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you so much for Jesus Christ. Thank you so much that we have been reconciled to you. Thank you that through Jesus, through the blood of Christ, we have been justified, and because we're justified and declared righteous by you as a gift, by your grace, because of this, we, we now no longer have to have our soul be like a raging sea, but we have peace with God. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And, and thank you, thank you, thank you 
I pray today, Father, that every one of us here would experience that peace. We'd learn how to rest in you. We'd learn how to to know we, we don't have to prove ourselves to you. We can be at peace with who we are as people. We can be at peace, Lord, with our strengths, our weaknesses. We can be at peace with the way we're created, who we are. We don't have to go around demanding that people respect us, demanding that people uh, give us our rights. We don't have to demand any of these things. We're at peace with you. We don't have to be upset if, if someone doesn't look at us the way we thought they should or someone doesn't treat us the way we wish they would. We have peace with you. This, this trumps everything. This is greater than everything. Though the world would hate us, who could be against us? God is the one who's for us. Who can condemn us? Christ Jesus is the one who justifies us. Nothing can separate us today from your love. Not tribulation or insults, accusations, persecutions. No, no force of, uh, of, of, no spiritual forces, no physical forces, no powers, either spiritual or earthly, can separate us from the love of God. Oh, I pray that today, Lord, every one of us would experience the peace with God that we have as a result of being justified by Jesus Christ. I pray, Father, for everyone here, any, anyone who are anxious, to know the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. I pray, Lord, for any who are, who are angry, to know the peace of God, which can calm our soul. Lord, I pray today for any who are who feel they have to prove themselves to know the peace that comes from knowing we are accepted in Christ, fully accepted. Lord, I pray for any here who are having conflict with others or they, they, their lack of inner peace causes them to explode towards others or be cruel or mean towards others. Lord, that they might know the peace of God that can, that can calm their soul, heal their soul, satisfy their soul, so that they would be free, so that each of us would be free to love others, to, to relate to others from a position of spiritual health and acceptance and fullness, rather than to treat others from a spirit of, of, of emptiness and anger. And, and uh, Lord, you're the only one who can fill our soul. You're the only one who fills our soul. Fill us up, we pray, with your peace, with your love, with your goodness. Thank you today, Lord, that these are our treasures. I pray that nothing would rob us of them. I thank you also today, Lord, that you have made us ambassadors for Christ with a ministry of reconciliation. Those of us who have been reconciled, we have a ministry of reconciliation. I pray, Father, that we would bring the peace of God into our world. I pray, Father, that with people that we're around, people that we know, people that we love, people within our sphere of influence, we would be ministers of reconciliation, helping them find true peace with God through faith in Jesus Christ. Father, give us words to say. Sometimes we just don't know what to say. Give us the right words. Help us to know how to initiate good conversations. Help us, Lord, to know how to bring up the gospel. Help us to be able to share how you've given us peace. Lord, help us remember what it used to be like and what you've done for us now. Lord, help us today to have a, a just the, bring the light of Christ, the peace of God, 
in every situation within the sphere of influence we have. We pray, Father, for our country. There is so much division, so much anger, so much hatred. Lord, it's just all we've moved so far away from you. It's been going on for years, Lord, and it's, it just seems to be snowballing now. People who don't have peace with God, and so they don't have peace with others. They don't, they're not accepted by God, so they feel like they're not accepted or respected by others. They, they, they don't feel loved by you, and so they, they don't love others. Lord, we need you. Our country needs you. Our families need you. Our churches need you. Our communities need you. Come to us, Lord. Don't give up, we pray. We ask for a revival. We ask for a spiritual awakening. We ask for a great turning to Christ in our land. Lord, it's, it's a, it would be a miracle. This is so far beyond. We seem so, we seem so far down the, down the road of destruction. We seem so far down the wrong path. But, Lord, there are millions of your children in our country. Awaken us. Awaken us. Embolden us. Help us, Father, to, be, to re, regain that spiritual momentum that, that's confident to speak up about you and to share about you and is not intimidated and fearful. Help us, Father, to regain that momentum, that boldness that allows us to have a faith that's contagious and that others will catch it. We pray for this today. We pray for our nation. We pray, Lord, that in these days of need that we would be looking to you, our Savior, our Deliverer. Thank you again today for the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. Fill us with it, we pray. It's a treasure. Let us never take it for granted. Help us, Lord, to share this peace with others. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Thanks for joining me. God bless you. I pray today you have that peace. We, you know, we use that word shalom. It's a word that I learned when I was in Israel, and uh, that's how they greet one another quite often there. Uh, shalom, greeting. It's like saying hi and goodbye. It means peace. And, and God wants us to have this shalom peace. I pray you'll have it today. I pray we'll spread it to others. Might the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, fill your hearts and your minds this very day in Jesus Christ. Thanks for joining me. Again, if you're new, make sure you subscribe and uh, uh, hit the like button and the notify button. Tell others about this. Let's help spread the word for this and uh, post it on your social media if you believe this is Helpful, you can copy the link and send it to someone, or you can post it on your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you like. Let's help spread the word and, and grow this community of people as we come every day to get into the word of God and prayer. Prayer. It'll change your life because God's word is, is powerful. And so I look forward to seeing you tomorrow morning, 8.30 a.m. right here. And, um, and again, help spread the word. God bless you. Shalom. Be filled with the peace of God today. Amen. Bye-bye.